Alpha Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm Hermesis. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and Hermesis. Hello everyone, this is episode 98 of Harper Bliss and her missus. We're recording this on Wednesday, 17 March 2021. Oh, spring is did, coming. Yeah, spring is coming this weekend. Well, Can't I mean, believe it. Argue, in some places, spring is already there because I think in Ireland it starts on the 1st of March. Or yeah, the, no, the 1st of Feb. The 1st of Feb. Which is madness, but the Irish are a bit crazy. Yes. But uh, so, yeah, this weekend is when the spring officially starts here. Yay. Let's hope the weather you can, does that too. Yeah, it's been a bit rainy, but uh, hopefully you can twiddle your green thumbs. Yes. That you've been sprouting. <laughs> Growing, sprouting. Yeah, when I have, I'm working on a project to make our garden, our little city garden, a bit more pretty than it is at the moment. Yeah. Because at the moment it's just a barren rectangle of, dirt basically because nothing much can grow because it doesn't get a whole lot of sun because of the big tree in the neighbor's garden and he that he doesn't you know trim properly i have no hopes of this tree ever being trimmed as long as we live here but i don't mind that much if we can make something nice out yes of bec- because it's actually quite pleasant in summer to have that the, you know but with global warming, it gets too hot in the sun. Dappled shade from a tree is, is just really pleasant to sit. You know, you don't need a, an, an, an umbrella or anything like that. You Unless have the tree. if there are too many pigeons in the tree, then yes. you need it. But I've been thinking about that and really the chances of a bird, you know, shitting on you just when you're there, just in that spot, they're pretty small. I mean, it happened once when your sister was visiting, I remember. But uh, it hasn't happened to us yet. <laughs> Did it, did it do its business on my sister? Yeah, I think it, I think it actually <laughs> fell on your sister. <laughs> oh, my sister. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've been, I went to the garden center. Did I, I think maybe last week I'd already You've been. You've gone to many times no, to the twice, garden center. Twice. Twice. Yeah, twice. I went again yesterday to yes. get some more little uh, plants. I think they're perennials that, that can grow in low sunlight conditions. And some ferns. Well, and I, I have some I, more plans. Because um, I think many a lesbian is a keen gardener. So if anyone listening to this has any tips. Oh, yes. if uh, Please, if you have any advice on cert- some types of plants or, you know, some types of whatever, things that grow, but that really do not need direct sunlight. Um, because most of the... There's one corner that gets some light, and we can see because it's the only green corner. It's full of weeds, but it's the only corner where these weeds actually grow. And the daffodils. And and a few daffodils, yes. Um, So I'm going to plant some stuff there to make use of that corner that does get some sun, but the rest doesn't really get any direct sun. So um, I know things like ferns don't need a lot of sun, so that's why, and they're actually quite pretty. But uh, if there are other, if there are keen gardeners listening out there and who have any kind of advice, um, it used to be there was grass in our garden. We you saw on pictures. Stop it. I know a review requested you sing more, but I don't think you should follow all the requests. It's because you said it used to be, and then this a song just popped into you. Yeah. Okay. 
Sorry. Anyway, so there used to be grass because we saw it on one of the pictures that was in the, you know, the real estate ad for the house when we were looking for somewhere to live. All the grass died just before we moved yeah, in. Yeah, because there was, a, a, you know, it was a really warm summer and that's when the tree got really big enough to block out the sun completely. So the grass couldn't grow back after the really warm, warm and, you know, droughty summer. So since then it's been dirt. So we're gonna, I'm gonna cover it with you some wood do chips. Before and yeah, after and and also I want to buy some of these flag stepping stones to kind of put a bit of, you know, it's a very small garden and we need room to put a, a table to have a barbecue. So there are not that many options, but uh, I'm gonna try and make it slightly cozier and slightly pretty. It's because you've been watching your garden made perfect. Yes, probably. But I'm open to any and all advice and tips, so please uh, send us an email. Just about the garden or also for your life <laughs> well, or for your marriage? At this point, primarily about the garden, but if you have any you know, important and good life lessons, that's fine too. Bless um, them. Yes, bless them. Hey, are we not recording? No, we are recording. It's just I want to make sure the microphone is set well, and I think it was... Yeah. Never mind. Um, so yes, please. But please, uh, it's easier to, for us to see and respond to them if you send them by email than commenting on the podcast. Yes, comments on the podcast. It's because uh, there are so many different places. I mean, not that we, we do get not that have many. a centralized place. For but us. an email to Harper and her misses at gmail dot com. Yes. Or you know the regular Harper Bliss address. If you are on the mailing list, you know it. Blah blah blah. All of that. Blah, blah, please blah, blah, send blah, me blah, your blah, advice. Blah. So apart from that. What's been going on on the work front? I've been writing my new book. Yay! With the gloomy title, Never Love Again, but I just came up with a new one, but I'm not going to share it yet. No. But I'm just, I'm in the honeymoon phase. Okay. I think we can say. Mm -hmm. Like today especially, I, c I could really see it kind of unfold in a way that really pleased me. Oh, that's great. Plus... Yeah, just one of the characters, I mean, they're both great characters. They're both really great characters to write about. But, yeah, I don't know. It's one of these books. No, actually, I think the readers will very much enjoy it. Because sometimes I wonder, am I writing this because I enjoy it or because people like reading it? Ideally, it's both. But I think if you enjoy writing it, people feel that in the when they read it. Because if you if you hated writing it, people would you know probably notice that the writing would be different, and people would feel that this wasn't a it wasn't a pleasant book for you to write. Whereas whereas if, if it you wasn't pleasant, I wouldn't write it. No, but if, if you stop. forced yourself to to finish a book and you really weren't enjoying it I think I think people would notice and if but if you know in in the I don't know what to, how to say it. Um, if you do enjoy writing your book a lot I think the joy of writing comes through well, I always enjoy writing my book a lot oh well that's great <laughs> no but people I think people can sense that when they read it that you well, enjoy yes. writing it. Yes, no, that's true. Well, anyway, this character, because she's she's unusual, she's not a typical character for me to write about. And because she is quite different, it's just so much fun. But, I mean, I know I'm being super annoying because I don't want to say who it is yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to reveal too much. No. But, um, yeah, I'm all, enjoying all it All will be revealed in due time. So meanwhile, I'll just have some fun. That's awesome. A bit of fun. That's that's my job. 
in the meantime, some fun. Yeah, in the meantime, I'm having some fun on you know your next upcoming release, which is at your most beautiful because it came back from the editor a couple of days early. It did. Well, it wasn't early, but ah. she'd said that she might be late, but and then she was in the on end, time. she wasn't. Ah, okay. So, um, so I'm going over the. the uh, I'm doing a first pass over the edits. I'll do a second one as well. <laughs> and I'll do a second one too. <laughs> I don't like going edits, but that is just one of the things that, you know, it's part of the job. And yes. Yeah, you cannot outsource everything. No. Sometimes I wish I could outsource my brain. <laughs> like use yours for a bit. Mm-hmm. I would love that, but I know it's not Maybe possible. Maybe someday it will be possible. Download a bit of you into me. And upload to you, yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't think there's a USB cable for that yet. <laughs> what kind of, um, what's it called? Would it be thun- Thunderbolt 1? <laughs> so Lightning yes, 1 or at two. your most beautiful. Plus, we just got the proof copy. Yes, it the arrived just post, an hour ago. I think it was a post woman. Was no, it, it was a post a woman? It was a oh, man. it was a man. Yes. Because I had a look from upstairs. That was some aggressive bell ringing. Yes. Like she, he really wanted to give us that. Yes. Um, so, anyway. Out on the 6th of April. It is, it will be. Uh, I but so it is. I but so it is, yes. So yeah, um, I mean, that should be, it will be out on the 6th of April. I'm, so far the edits More are going well. More will be okay. So. Well, soon I will be starting like my thing, like the first chapter and all of yes, that. Yes, yes, so. yes. Because it is already today, the 17th of No, it'll be out in March. Was it, is it done in three weeks that it's out or is that in four weeks? No, three weeks. Three no. weeks. Because in but two March weeks. March is a long week. Uh, months, months. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> two weeks from now is the thirty-first, oh, and yeah. you know, so three weeks from now is three the sixth. weeks from now. I have a new book out. I'm yes. quite excited because I haven't had one out in a while. Yes. Well, since December, but usually it would only be three months in between books, but this time it was almost four. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel it. Yes. So I'm looking forward to it too. A okay. bit of energy, uh, of release energy. Launch energy. Oh, I hate launch energy, though. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a pity. I have we to were... see if it's, sorry, if it's not going to coincide with my next period. <laughs> or maybe, because last week was difficult and but it's the so book hard is out to in three weeks. <laughs> because my cycle was only three fucking weeks. What the fuck? I'm now my period every three weeks until I go was, to menopause. Maybe it was just the ones that it was I that early. from menopause. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes in the evening when we're watching TV, I have to take off my top because I'm so fucking hot. Is that menopause? Maybe it's just excitement from what we're watching on TV or from the nice food that you're eating. Sometimes it's just Richard Richard Osman House of Games. (laughs) Well, that's pretty exciting. That's a fun program to watch. (laughs) It's quite fun. I like the answer smash at the end. Yes. I never get it. It's so difficult. I don't know how these people can get it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So also uh, in work-related news is Two Hearts Alone, novella one in the Two Hearts trilogy, is currently on sale. Yes. You can get it for 99 cents instead of three ninety nine, but this is only until the end of this week. Yes. So you have to you hurry. Hurry, hurry, get it now. And then um, we, um, I think uh, if you then want to carry on reading novella two and novella three, 
uh, if you've bought this one, it is it'll be cheaper for you to buy the separate novellas yes. than to buy the trilogy. Oh uh, yes, definitely. So uh, just wanted to point that out. Yes. So people are not, you know, taken aback. They don't feel because you will what you will want to read number two and number three. Oh, afterwards. that's the idea. So, so yeah, that's ninety nine cents everywhere. Everywhere you find your ebooks. Yeah, funny because I was just reading my journal. I was writing the last novella this time last year. Oh, and uh, I was really digging it. <laughs> <laughs> I was still having like three k words a day back then. These days, it seems inconceivable. For wow. a while, my I was like at fifteen hundred. Now I'm back to an average of two k. Yeah, and then you do a, f- a few days at the end of that. Your most beautiful lack of more. yeah, because I changed my morning routine. Yeah, and you did more more writing. So yeah, because I wanted that book to be done. You know? <laughs> I mean, I like slow writing, but not that slow. Mm, okay. I think the book I'm writing now. I think I'm gonna write it really fast. Oh really? I think so. I mean, not really fast, but much faster. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like it's that kind of book. Every book is different. It's like yes, a child. Not is. that I have any. But or a pet, but I only have one. But our pet, she has two sides to her personality. <laughs> like today, she's like, fuck it, leave me alone. Yeah, I just want to lie in my box and not do anything. <laughs> but most days, especially lately, oh, she needs so much attention. Like so much so I'm glad that when she's like this for a day, yeah. I can just, I can Giving relax a, day a bit. Off. Like, you know, just focus on myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, so we don't have any shout outs this week because nobody requested one. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although maybe I should, I could give a shout out to the person who asked you to sing more. This was. Oh, we were made, we're made to love. Okay, oh, that's I enough. Really fucked that up. This it's it's Beth in I think Wyoming, oh. uh, who who left a review on. Uh, I mean, she left this in December, so it's been a while. But um, yeah, I hadn't read the reviews in a long time, and uh, so I saw this. So I I disagree with you, Beth, that Harper should find some reason to sing. I can also sing in French if you like. That's true, because you've been listening to a lot of French music. Yes, I have a new favorite Celine Dion song. Oh, yes. They're endless. I, I can have a, a new favorite one every week, which I don't. I'm not that fickle. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't stop listening to it. I don't know. The melody is just, it's so beautiful. Well, I can I can post a link to it in the show notes. Yes, if but people if are interested. Do, because it's, it's a duet. It's called uh, Sous le Vent. It's, a, it's French. I have been leaning more towards the French songs. By Celine, I must say. Mm-hmm. Especially the ones written by Jean-Jacques Goldman. Yeah, a very talented songwriter and singer. His lyrics are so good. I mean, admittedly, I don't understand half of them and I have to research and translate. <laughs> but um, if you do post a link, oh my God, the singer, the male singer, Garou, oh, he, he has an insufferable face. <laughs> Plus, it's the, I watched this live version on YouTube yesterday and then... For the second part, when when Celine comes on, what she's wearing, it's just, I cannot believe it. Maybe you should post, <laughs> you should link to that. A fashion faux pas. The by trousers. I, mean, I don't know which, I think this must have been in the 90s. I don't know. 
I'll, it's the kind of no. I was going to no. say something offensive. No, I I'll look it up. It. I'll, I'll I'll post a link to that one or another version, depending on what I find. But he has a like his very deep, gravelly voice, and then her voice comes in, and then uh, I, I have to admit, I really like the fun. song too because you you've been playing it on repeat on the on the, on the Alexas here, so I've yeah. heard it quite often. Yes, uh, but it's an it's a good song. But too. also, it's great for singing along to. Mm. And it's good for your French. Yes, but the problem with my French, it always sounds so much better in my head. Like in my head, I could do a proper conversation in French. Ugh, it's much, like you always say, oh, your French is not too bad. I don't say it's not too bad. I say it's really good. <laughs> it's not really good. It is. But compared to what I hear in my head, it's definitely not so good. Yeah, but I think, I mean, anytime you have to answer a phone call in French, you know. No. When you actually do the conversation, you know, your your French is actually really good. Mais j'ai décroché pour personne. I never answer the phone. Well, sometimes you do. Or when, you know, someone come, you have to do un, an unprepared conversation. The horror. Uh, your French is your French is usually quite good. That's all I'm saying. Comment faire un peu le nord au milieu de trois espaces? Okay. <laughs> so you have no idea how long I had to practice that. <laughs> Weeks. I know because you were trying to do it and it never worked, and Weeks. now you know it. So um, are we moving on to entertainment? Well, I mean, this was music, so we were already on entertainment. That is true. But. We're still watching uh, the Mindy Project, and we are in the penultimate, penultimate season. season at the end of season. I think it's five. The episode where she wakes up as a white man. It was. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I think this season is really good because the previous one was really long and maybe a little bit up and down, mm -hmm. but this one is really funny and it makes you realize that you know, I mean. It's it's easy to blame the white man, you know, for everything. But I think as the point that Mindy tried to make in the show is that they don't know, they're not aware of the privilege they have because for them, not all, of course, you know, but like the, the privileged white men, mm -hmm. they don't know how privileged they are. They th everything is so easy for them. They, they, they just think, well, it's... This is not hard for me. Why is it hard for you? Buck up and, you know, do something about it. I mean, it's not just like the white man. I mean, like we have many privileges, yeah. many more privileges. But than in, most. in this episode, uh, an Indian woman wakes up in the body yeah. of a white man and then, you know, experiences what it's like to be a white man, to be to have the privilege of a white man for a couple of days. It's, it's a, yeah, it was quite a funny episode and quite smart. So... Yeah, so we're almost done with season five and there's only one season left and there's only 10 episodes in the last season. But don't worry, because there is a new television show on Netflix, Dutch, about Dutch lesbians. Yes. And I'm really looking forward to watching that. I mean, I think they're rather young. But well, yes. And also the first season was like 10 minute episodes, yeah, so like you can watch it in show, one. Yeah. What's it called again? Was that called a web show? I don't know. But yes, you can watch it in one hour. But because I read a little interview with one of the actresses and she said what we wanted to really do was like portray happy lesbians. Like it's not like about coming out or being discriminated against or homophobia. They just wanted to. And they, she said that basically 
them being lesbians is is not it's it's not a, it's not a lesbian show. It's just a show about lesbians. If you know what I'm saying, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. I do. So that's also one of the reasons I look forward to it. Yes, me too. I'm curious about so it. So I'm thinking probably by next week we can review this this television yes, show. Yes, it's called An. Anne plus Anna plus Anna plus A N N E plus. I don't know if oh, it's yeah. Anne. I don't know if it's on any other Netflix platforms. No, that we don't know. So probably not. I don't know. Who I don't knows? know. They have some international yes, stuff everywhere. True. So you know, who knows? But yeah. Well, um, there's something else we've been watching. Well, we've been watching many things because <laughs> you know there's Master Chef and Your Garden Made Perfect, and then and then I recorded Your Garden Made Perfect, and then the next show started, and it was this show where Monica Galletti of Master Chef visits these very high end hotels. The, it's the extraordinary hotels of yeah, the world, something or, like that. Yes, with with this, yeah, I don't know, Giles. insignificant male. <laughs> Because he's a travel writer. Giles something. I think all Giles's should be cancelled. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just joking. JK, 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 as Mindy would say. But uh, I know that some women look very gay and are not, and vice versa. I mean, I know there is no such, not really such a thing as, you know, that you can actually tell by looking at someone that they are gay. But still, when is Monica going to come out of the fucking closet? She is such a lesbian. I cannot believe it. <laughs> well, you know. It's un- not Except good. when she talks about her husband. But, uh, she, I mean, on, based on looks alone, you would not, you would, you know. you would, If you had a lineup of women and you had to pick out the one lesbian, you would pick out Monica Galletti. But she's not. But that's just how she looks. Many a woman has come before her who was not a lesbian before she was. Well, yes, maybe. Who knows? I mean, she's not that old, so it can still happen. But anyway, at the moment, she does not identify that way. No. But she does look that way. It's not just how she looks. It's like it's everything. But yeah, I know. I mean, sometimes it's like that, yes. you know. Yep. You can't tell by looking at me that I'm a lesbian. <laughs> No I'm comment. so elegant and feminine. Yeah, especially now. <laughs> your, With my your outfits and my makeup. <laughs> anyway. But so. I mean, apart from Monica, the show is quite fun too because yeah, you can yeah, see, uh, like you it. know, these nice, really nice hotels and you, you know, the like behind the scenes a bit. And I think this recent series was mainly filmed in the UK. The Shangri-La in the Shard, where they had a bath butler. Yes. I mean, call it a bath butler. They just pour, draw you. Someone bath. who runs your bath before you arrive back in your room. Then, I, in that case, I am your bath butler. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, and there was one in Ireland that we saw, and then there was one. There's, there's going to be one in Scotland. Where was that one that was like? Um, the one in the Rock. Yeah. Yes, was it Barbados or something? I don't know. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was some island in the Caribbean. Saint Lucia, Saint Lucia, I think it was. That was quite impressive. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. It's nice to. I mean, it's nice and it's not nice because I mean, you see these beautiful places and makes you want to travel. But it's nice to be able to enjoy some of that. You know, even if you can't travel yourself. I don't know. I quite enjoy the program. Yeah, me too. Maybe one day we can stay in one of those hotels. Also, because I really do like watching Monica on television. Yes. Like some people are made for television. Yes. She she is one of those. Yes. 
She's a, you know, a really good TV personality. Whereas, I mean, Greg from Greg and John in MasterChef, Greg is made for television. John, I mean, he's not bad, but... He needs a haircut Oh, my right God, now. his hair and his clothes. I mean, he's on television. This is the BBC prime time. Can someone not tell him that that ugly fucking salmon shirt is not for television? <laughs> he can wear it at home, whatever, but just don't wear it on television. We're crying out loud. And then I'd rather, if my hair was like John Tarot, I'd rather be bald like Greg. Because it's really awful. It's so greasy all the time. Yeah, it does look a bit greasy. He should wash it. Or maybe he put some product in it. That He's a middle-aged man with hair. He should celebrate it. Because your hair is your head suit. <laughs> as we know. <laughs> yes, that is true. So, yeah. Um, we watched something that is was very interesting to us, especially, and is interesting to other romance authors or readers it's a documentary on hulu called naughty books about romance yes. authors i think know, specifically indie, erotic yeah yeah but because it was like people who were like recommended to readers of 50 shades of gray yeah. specifically but also all of them are or at least started as self-published authors yeah, yeah which was what it, why it was so interesting because they i mean they even had literary agents talking in it but it was not like your you know a documentary that disparaged self-publishing. Oh, no, no, no. no. Which, you know, Absolutely usually when self-publishing is talked about in the press or the media, it's not usually not in a very positive light. And here no. it showed women who, thanks to self-publishing their romance and their erotica, managed to, you know, make a living and I think, buy their house I and that kind of stuff. I think they did much more than make a yeah, living. Well, yeah, they but, made a lot of money. Yeah, but, but there were, you know, there's a few... It's not all positive and no, rosy no, no. towards the end for some of them. But yeah. for some of, you know, one of them, she she was in an abusive relationship and she was able to leave because she was making this money with her writing and her partner couldn't handle the fact that she was so successful. But she was able to leave thanks to her self-published work. And now she's a really big selling romance author. She, oh. she signed books next to Nora Roberts. Yeah, that's right. That was what she wanted to do at some kind of, you know, I don't know, event. And it happened. No, it was, uh, for us specifically, it was great to watch. Yes. Because, you know, we never see anything like that. No. And it's like so close to what we do. Yes. And it's basically the same. Yes. I mean, it was straight romance. Yes, it was very about, straight. Yes. There was no mention of anything gay. But I mean, it makes sense because I think this really did happen in the aftermath of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. So, I mean, it's basically, it's it's a different genre. And they, they, they interviewed the owners of this bookshop in L.A. that only sells romance books, the, the Ripped Bodice. Yeah. I'd heard about it before, but they, they have uh, LGBT books there as well. It's just, you know, rom it's all romance. Because I checked on their website and your books are for sale. I mean, you can order them through their, through their website. So I don't know if they stock them. but So, um, yeah, and it was really interesting and fun to watch yeah, documentary about what it is that we do, more or less. Yeah. Be it slightly in a different genre, but still really close. So, if you are interested in that Hulu. and you are have access to Hulu, because not not everybody has access to Hulu, uh, we recommend that Naughty Books. Naughty Books. Yes. yes. So, 
Uh, oh yeah, my book club. Yes. Yes. Well, I I still Over haven't. To you. I still still haven't finished the book. I've been reading for what? two weeks. Yeah, it's it's a really long book. Um, I'm nearing the end, um, so I will talk about that one another time. So I've had to go back in time, into my read books. Um, but I you read books. I can't. Ah, you read, read books. The books I've read. <laughs> but I can't go back too far because then I don't remember enough about it. Um, so I thought I would mention. Um, Behind the Scenes at the Museum by Kate Atkinson, which I read a couple of months ago, or you know, at the end of last year, and I, which I really enjoyed. Um, it uh, it's it's a bit like a fam it's a family saga that spans different generations, but it's most it centers mostly around the uh, the narrating character, which is Ruby, who's born in the fifties. Um, it starts with her being conceived. I mean, she. Uh, um, and then so it, it it's her life, but then it, it goes back and talks about the life of her mother and her grandmother. And, you know, um, so it spans really the whole 20th century, the, the family saga. Um, there's a lot of characters, which is not always easy to remember who's who, but um, it's very, it's quite twisty and turny. And you just, you know, because some things that the main character Ruby has always thought of true and then there's family secrets behind it and you know it's uh it's a very uh, it's a very compelling read and um I enjoyed it a lot how many stars five stars oh it's five stars do you ever give a book less than five stars yes I remember which giving, one I, I remember uh last was it a book by Harper Bliss no I would <laughs> last year I read a, a Jodi Picou book that I didn't enjoy that much. Mm. I didn't give it a, a rating on Goodreads because I didn't enjoy it, and I don't want to give like really low ratings. But um, but this one I didn't I did enjoy, and I did I, did, I It's true what is mentioned in many reviews is that there's you know there's a lot of characters because there's all the families and then you know because it goes back two generations or three generations and then you know all the brothers sisters all of that. But you I mean it's. It's not always super important to know exactly who it is. It's about the the whole story, the, and um, yeah, no, I've I've very much enjoyed it. Uh, Kate Atkinson is she's a really great writer. Um, we've read another, We've both read a book. Uh, oh yeah, yes, there was one book. That yeah. one was really good. Too. That one was really good, and well, yeah, I, this is the kind of book you cannot say too much about. No, but, uh, but the twist was what? Yes. So the twist blew my mind. This is a, a bit different, but there's also some twists and stuff, and you you know some family secrets that get uncovered, um, that uh, change you know the whole story and what you know. So I I would if you like a quite long because I think it's quite long, a long saga ish book that spans many generations. I would recommend that behind the scenes at the museum by Kate Atkinson. But. How does the title pertain to the book? Well, I was afraid you were going to ask me that because I can't remember exactly. <laughs> Is there a museum? No, um, I think it's it's something. Is it a metaphor for the family? It's something that someone says or in a book. Or I, I, I can't remember I'm, okay. I'm, if I, because I mean it's been a few months since. If I, read I it. want to know, I shall have to Google it. Maybe I'll uh, yeah I'll Google it. Uh, or we can pause the recording and I can quickly no. Google it if you Let's want. Let's not pause the recording. No. So uh, yeah, whatever. Discover it in the book. 
you know, yes. if you want to know, read the book. Thank you, Caroline, for this week's book club. But we're already at 30 minutes and I still have to talk about my existential dread. Oh, that's okay. Last week was 38 minutes. So, you know, if we 38? keep it below that. No, it's just the news has been so, so, so awful. And like we're not Bel- even talking about COVID-related no, news. No, it's just in Belgium we had a horrid homophobic crime, murder. Yeah. And then there was the murder in the UK. Yes. And, you know, all this homophobia and this misogyny and plus all of that on top of being in lockdown, you know, and not being able to see your friends and your family. Mm. For me, it has caused me some... I've been a bit down. Mm -hmm. And I just, at night, I lie awake just thinking about this fucking world we live in. And, you know, it gets me down... I find it hard to then stop thinking about it. Also, I don't think I read the news that much, but maybe I still read too much news. I don't know. I, I never watch the news. No, but, but you still, do read the I newspaper. Just, and also, when it's homophobia and you're gay, it just... It hits close to home. Yeah, it just... Because I just cannot believe that this is the kind of world we still live in. Mm-hmm. Like, when are people are going to realize that a world without gays, what kind of a world is that? And then the fucking Vatican, excuse my French, but no. They say being gay, is it's a choice and it's a sin. What kind of bullshit is that in 2021? And I have to say a lot of politicians have spoken out against all of that in our country. We do have a trans vice uh, prime minister. Even, the, still, even, you know, uh, the one of the main bishops in the country said what the Vatican sa- just said is ridiculous. And it's, it's he's ashamed for his church. That's such bullshit. So that's something positive, at least. Because what what they're trying to make you believe is that gay people are not equal to straight people. And it just gets me so much because we are not inferior, like not even like a tiny, tiny bit. I mean, I've argued the contrary. The opposite many a time. Yeah. But especially because, uh, you know, last week with that really gruesome, this guy who got murdered is, uh, it's it, it was a hard, it was a difficult news to, you know, read about, especially in, our, in a country like ours where I know you supposedly think we are so, so pro- liberal, right? So but progressive and but it's, uh, there's well, an underbelly of, uh, of uh, you know, of homophobia still in many places. And uh, sometimes this is how it. I mean, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, the 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 the, the kids, the, it's kids who did this. They're like si- I think 16 we and 18. Maybe not like go into it. Too no, much. no, but I mean, it's very, it's 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 I it's what I want to say is I understand that it would make you feel gloomy it's because very it disturbing. makes me it makes me feel gloomy too. What what especially what I worry about is like. Imagine, you know, this was all over the news. Imagine if you're a teenager struggling with your sexuality, like you're 15, and that's what you see on the news. Yeah. How can you ever have the courage to come out? If you, what if your parents don't support you, you mm-hmm. know? Yes. But luckily, most of the, you know, the messages from most people, you know, across the political spectrum were, you know, this is not acceptable. Well, and yes, it's, of course, it yes. has to be. Yeah, like but that. I mean, there can be no exceptions, no. zero. So hopefully, that will encourage, that will not, that will help people who are very discouraged by the bad stuff. Anyway, so I just thought, you know, well. I always think, what can I do? You know, it, just, it makes me feel so useless. But I think, well, you know, I'll just write my books. And 
in my books, my characters do not deal with homophobia a lot. And I think it's probably because in my life, honestly, I've not dealt with a lot of homophobia. I mm. think it's different for women. And um, like when we were in Hong Kong, we were like in our gay bubble, you know. And Hong Kong is actually a pretty homophobic country, but for us, it didn't it didn't but matter because we were expats. The biggest homophobia was we encountered was when someone thought we were sisters. <laughs> and that was someone who worked at a Belgian embassy. Well, not only that person, but it, it happened once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's like they cannot conceive that we are anything but family. Yes, but we are family. Because we got all our sisters with us. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, so I wanted to talk about the new gay anthem, Made yes, to Love. Yes. We were made, we're made to love. I'll say I did it wrong again. Why can't I get it right? The love. Anyway, it's a song by Imelda May. And um, it's a very, very uh, gay, pos- LGBTQI positive. Yes. So if you're feeling a bit down because of the news, listen to that. Okay. Or if we've brought you down yes. by talking about We'll, we'll end on a, on a positive note with uh, an advice to listen to that song. I had that to start song. journaling again to deal with everything. Mm. I let my journal fall to the wayside a little bit. Because oh. I just, in the morning, I just want to start writing my book. I said, oh, do but I really need... have to go over all of my own thoughts again? <laughs> But I mean, but the good thing is that it's there if you need to vent and process you know, process stuff that happens. Processing. So okay, now we should maybe you know wrap it up because again we have gone long. I think also the antidote to all of this is also humor. Yes, humor and beauty. Yeah, humor. So does that mean that you are considering doing your comedy show for a hundredth episode in two weeks? No, but I. <laughs> no, but the other day the cat was being her usual dramatic self again, and uh, I told her, "You're so dramatic. You should write a book." And then I came into the bedroom, and this is going to be a dirty joke. I came into the bedroom and I said, yeah, our cat just told me she's going to write a book and there's, it's going to have loads of pussy licking in it. <laughs> this is this is the level of my humor, so I don't think I can do my show on that. Well, I Personally, think it, I thought it was hilarious. Well, it's probably, but I also think, always think my own jokes are hilarious while they're it's not. It's funnier than a lot of the comedians out there, you know. Oh, yeah, because I think not a lot of things are funny, no. except for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but but then I am my own humor machine, and if I can laugh at my own jokes, it can you know. Yeah, when I'm gloomy, I can just turn to myself. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs> shall we say goodbye and until next week? Let's up. <laughs> For listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank, Thank you. you.